Hello and welcome to All About Hampshire, a podcast by Experience Hampshire. Your hosts are Roger Walker and David Collinson. Audio engineering by Emma Downey. This podcast is sponsored by Lainston House. Here we are for episode one of our podcast series, All About Hampshire, and we're delighted to be here today at Langston House with Steve. Steve, tell us a bit about yourself. Good morning, and thank you for having me. What an honour to be the guest on your first podcast. Um, So I'm the general manager of Langston House. I've been at the company and the hotel for just over a year, uh, and we're one of six properties in the exclusive collection spread across the south of England. Uh, It's a company that I've aspired to be part of for a long time. Uh, The company sets the standards in hospitality and food service and experiences and has done for a long time. Uh, I was delighted to be able to be brought into the fray as we emerged from a tedious couple of years in summer 2021. So yeah, been here for a year. General manager of 50 bedrooms and 80 staff. I mean, it's certainly an absolutely beautiful location here, just just north of Winchester. What's your your favorite uh, aspect of of working here at Langston House? The honest answer is I kick, pinch myself every day when driving through the front gate because it is a 63 acre playground. Uh, We don't have a spa, and swimming pools and climbing frames. We have 63 acres of open parkland and carefully manicured lawns and hidden gardens and kitchen gardens and that kind of thing. And I can honestly say hand on heart that I give myself like a, a mental high five every time I drive through the gate because it's such a privilege. Yeah, actually we noticed this morning there was quite a lot of activity just off the drive. Do you want to talk a bit about that, tell what was going on there? Well, what you'll have seen this morning is a group taking advantage of the facilities of this beautiful property. Hmm. On the one hand, you have a traditional, elegant, historic property from William and Mary time, right. if you like, hmm. that offers something wonderful to look at. Lots hmm. of meeting rooms, different options in terms of food and beverage and restaurants, and a lovely place to spend time as a corporate or a leisure client. On the other hand... We have a series of activities, open spaces, Hmm. uh, innovative options for our clients to choose. So when they come to Langston House, what they're really buying is a combination of old school property that is gorgeous to look at. And let me tell you, if I could have a pound for every selfie I've seen taken outside (laughs) the park gate, we'd be in a good place. With this great space that they can go and do buggy racing, archery, tree climbing, cookery schools, you name it, there's mm. an option for it. And that's what you'll have seen as you come up the drive today. A, a group of 30 taking advantage of the activity field. I think they were razzing it around in doom buggies, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yes, <laughs> and is, is, that, uh, is that group, uh, are they friends or is it a sort of corporate uh, uh, thing? That, that's, that's a corporate thing. And, yeah. and what, what we're hearing coming out of this extraordinary moment of pressing reset mm. is that our custom, we're listening to what the customers are saying. You know, mm. They want to get together. They want to have their strategic offsite. They want to have their management meetings. They want to sit in rooms and, and talk about strategy and the business uh, futures, but they don't want to be in that room all day. Yeah. 
And when you put that together with the fact that we've all got the stuff, we don't need more stuff. Mm. We've been to the nice places. We've been lucky enough to travel, haven't we? The mm. vast majority of us were very, very lucky. So what they're really looking for is the opportunity to combine a quality indoor experience for them to get the business done, mm. but then get out and do other stuff. And do you find your uh, coming on to your private clients who come and stay here, families and couples, uh, are they staying for two, three, four nights? And, and during the time that they're staying here, how much time do they spend in the hotel? How much time? <laughs> That's clearly, a really good question. You, you'd love them to stay here all the time, I'm sure, yeah, and, yeah. and use the amazing surroundings. But how much are they traveling out and, and experiencing what's going on around the county? It's a real mixture. Hmm. As I said, I think if you have this blend of old school uh, hotel with innovative, the magic dust being the people, the service, the experiences, the location, then you've got the option. We do mm. get guests, leisure guests come here and they just, they want to switch off. They want to detach from mm. their everyday busy lives. They feel like they've stepped into you know, alternate universe because of the rustling of the trees and the hoots of the owls at nighttime and, uh, and you know, they see deer on the, on the avenue in the mornings. Um, but at the same time, it's a great place to be based to take advantage of what we have on our doorstep. We are mm. in the Test Valley. Mm. We are to fly fishing what Wimbledon is to tennis. So we want our guests to come here. We want them to eat well, sleep well, have a great shower, have a massive bedroom and be wowed by what we offer. And that happens. But additionally, we want them to get outside. We want them to get the wellies at reception by the fire onto their feet and head out into the woods and go and explore. We want them to go down to the cathedral. We want them to go fly fishing. We want them to play tennis. During lockdown, one of the key things that we invested in was a second restaurant. And in answer to your question, Roger, our average stay is just over two nights for a leisure guest. Hmm. And what we were finding was that while we have a, an exceptional restaurant in the avenue in the main building, not many of our guests were choosing to eat in the avenue two nights in a row. So they were going out to Winchester, going out to the local pub. Nothing wrong with that. I would do the no. same thing. But why not provide another option on site? So now we have the avenue, high class, really exceptional local produce served in a fine dining presentation style on night one or two, complemented by the Wellhouse restaurant, which is the other half of our cooking school, which provides a wood-fired cooking experience. We're unique in that, in that sense. It, it, it complements our, our cooking school and our outdoor barbecue classes beautifully and keeps people in the building. So they'll have this wood-fired exceptional experience in the Wellhouse, and then they'll eat in the Avenue on night two. So the idea is to keep them here, but we, we want them to get out. Well, having experienced both of your restaurants, I can say that they are both great, very different. And I, I think, you know, trying to keep people here is great. Um, here at Experience Hampshire, what we're trying to do is, I guess, add a little extra dimension to, to what you're doing and, uh, and try and encourage people to explore this amazing county that we live in. You know, 240 miles of coastline, national parks, uh, yeah. you know the South Downs I mean we yeah. are so lucky aren't we to, to, to yeah. be luckily we all live in this area and work yeah. in this area well I mean Roger I could tell you you know, the number of times I've stood out the back of this amazing property and looked down the lime tree lined avenue as we call it which is a mile long with guests and they have commented on the exceptional view we're only two miles outside Winchester mm. 
the exceptional view, and they've, they've been asking me questions. You know, what, what, what are we looking at here? Well, we're looking due east, so this is what you're going to see if you kept going. And it used to be part of a 2,000-acre site. Imagine, 2,000-acre site. You know, we're historic, but we're not... We're proud of a prominent role in the history of Hampshire, but we're not, you know, a, a National Trust property. We have had kings come through here. We have had presidents come through here. Margaret Thatcher wrote her memoirs here. But it's not the sort of place where you queue to buy a ticket to get in. The, the aim is to provide a very relaxed Hampshire experience. But if you want to book a rib and go out on the Solent, it's a 35 minutes drive. Not a big deal. What would you say uh, would be your top three aspects of uh, working and being based here in Hampshire? Well, I'm lucky that I work and live in the same county, if I'm honest. I mean, many general managers, many hotel managers travel for a long way to go to work because you know you can't move every time you you move a hotel there's only so many hotels in a town so yeah. if you manage to luck out i suppose and have your work and your play in the same space you're doing well number one yeah. but i think for, for me this property was perfect because it taps into my own personal passions as well as what i love to do as as a profession i live in hampshire i ride my bike i'm a triathlete is my mm. is my hobby uh, so i've got I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of kilometers that I can that I can uh, get out on at the weekends and in the evenings. We we have horse riding, we have fly fishing, we have shooting, we have the coast, a couple of hundred miles worth of coastline just down just down the road. Personally, I think we have an exceptional range of produce to choose from as well. Hmm. One of the advantages of working here is that we don't have to be speaking about food miles. We can speak about food meters. Lainston House. We have a kitchen garden that provides organic, seasonal, fresh, daily produce into both of our restaurants. Not many places can say that. Yeah. So I suppose living, you know, you don't want your job to be too detached from the way you live your life normally. Otherwise, you, you know, you're pretending. I find I'm, I'd be pretending. Mm. This naturally ties into what I do. So it's my back up. Hampshire's my back up. Brilliant. Actually, that's a good lead into we uh, we brought well, something yeah. from Hampshire with us. Yeah, talking okay. about food, we've got a little gift here, if I can open it, from the Little Kitchen Company. Um, some handmade snacks. Um, I don't think this will help you. I believe, Steve, you're going to run the marathon in uh, <laughs> a month to four weeks' time, I should be reminded. And yeah. probably it's a shame we're not on camera here because these aren't the kind of treats that maybe one should be eating four weeks before a, a I would marathon training. I, I, I would reframe that, Roger. Yeah. I think if you do the training, you can eat whatever the heck well, you want. Well, there you go. <laughs> so I should hand you the whole box. Agreed. Those were jolly nice snacks and uh, good training, as I say, for Steve's <laughs> marathon. But uh, yeah, I think we had what did we have? Millionaires, shortbread, Rocky Road. Um, a I'm, liking nice the, I'm liking those marshmallows in there. Yeah, those it's marshmallows all, are very good. It's very difficult to choose, I think, between the four. But thanks to Little Kitchen Company for those. They were much appreciated. Very much so. Brilliant. Actually, leading on from that, obviously, Little Kitchen Company, a local sort of catering firm. And uh, and, and you mentioned earlier, Steve, about um, uh, food miles or food meters that, that we have here in Hampshire. What 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 have you seen of the big developments uh, here in running the hotel in trying to improve sustainability and environmental impact? I, mean, I guess there's a lot of strands to that. Yeah, there are a lot of strands to that. And, and in actual fact, I would say... The sustainability and wellness are now built in to what, to what we do. It's, it's, it's not a conversation that happens on the side. It's part of the core. Uh, 
whether that's leisure guests looking for us to be using less plastic in the bedrooms or it's uh, corporate guests looking for meeting rooms that are set up with sustainable products and solutions so they're not using one page of a notebook, for example. Um, it, it's, it's a core part of what, of what we're having to think about. And in actual fact, I mean, Exclusive have been you know, walking the walk for, for, for quite a long time. Uh, and in uh, last year, we were very proud to be able to announce that we were the first hotel company in the UK to be certified with B Corp status. Wow, brilliant. And what that means is, it's not a badge, you know, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a goal that you achieve and that's it, you switch off. It's a journey that is a daily, departmental, individual and collective effort. We will never get there. I mean, how, it's very difficult, you know, you have a 400 year old building to say that you're sustainable. The two aspects don't, you know, don't necessarily marry, but, we have taken huge strides to making our business more sustainable, more environmentally friendly. Everything from a brand new set of signage that's about to go in across our, our estate, made from sustainable wood, to showcasing our B Corp credentials in the way that we do and operate every day. Little examples, the kitchen garden. So some guests think it's, it's a marketing ploy when they see a chef with a trug on the arm in the kitchen garden collecting Jerusalem artichokes or fresh dill or you know the one of a range of, uh, of tomatoes for the soup it's not they're using the product that we have deliberately grown for that purpose we don't want to be adding food miles of course we use suppliers but we try to source them locally as much as we can and the wellhouse has a Hampshire exclusive menu yeah, here's another example. At the end of next week, we'll be harvesting the apples from 20 different varietals in our car park. The team will be doing that collectively. They'll go into pallets. Those pallets will go off, be pressed and turned into apple juice, Langston champagne cider that we will use on site. We're, we're looking at about 400 kilos worth of apples. That's a great story to tell people. Uh, I'll give you another example. We had a corporate guest a few weeks ago who didn't really buy into the trying to keep everything. What do you mean you're trying to keep everything local? I want New Zealand wine. I want you know this kind of whatever. Well, we've got amazing products. So we, we sent his company out on a wine tasting to a local vineyard as part of their corp. He came back singing the praises. He bought 12 bottles. He also, by the way, ate the fish that they caught fly fishing earlier in the day in the wellhouse as their dinner. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Uh, but it, I mean, and these are nice, fun experiences, but they're also much easier. I mean, you, you know, think back to the day when avocados weren't available on Waitrose shelves at a moment's notice. You know, you couldn't have these things unless you grew them. It wasn't, we're very used to the convenience side. So actually tapping into the resources and the richness of our local environment is common sense. And does, does that mean your, your menus uh, you serve are much more seasonal now? Uh, than, 100%. Than, than 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they've, all, they've always been yeah. that way. Um, of course, you know, when you have 63 acres and you're, you know, you're harvesting different things at different times throughout the year, naturally, we're going to be using products from that time of year on our, on our menus. Mm. And uh, now coming into autumn, uh, things are about to turn very orange. We're about to go into the root vegetable season, of course, from the kitchen garden. So, of course, it's going to get a bit more hearty uh, and uh, and the, the menus will, will reflect that in both both of our, both of our menus, but also our 
meetings and events and corporate menus, you know, our guests are now asking us for the carbon calculator. You know, what is, what's the carbon footprint of this meetings and events menu? We provide that. Right. And coming back to B Corp again, does that involve uh, any interaction with the local community at all? Does it require you to engage with, we're here in Spark, just outside the village of Sparsholt, as we said, uh, close to Winchester, but does the whole B Corp thing, uh, we appreciate you're buying food from local suppliers, but it does it include any engagement with the local community? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there's not a specific guideline that you have to engage with so many people in a certain radius or anything like that. But it just it just makes sense to, to have those um, to have those those connections. You know, our four values are all geared towards the B Corp um, promise, which is that we value our people and the planet. As much as we value the, the profit that's made, and you'd like to think that if you're looking after your people and you look after the product, the profit will come as a consequence of the good moves that you're making, the, the sensible business decisions you're making. But it is natural, as I said at the beginning, you know, we're proud to have been part of Winchester's history, and uh, uh, and and everybody has a story of Lainston. You know, everybody I speak to have, since I've been here has a story of an event they've been to here. But I'm also really proud to be a part of the future of this area. We do, we do a kitchen garden tour every month. On a Wednesday, the kitchen gardener takes people around, shows the development over the course of the last month, the produce that's coming through. We ask for a £5 donation from people who turn up. That £5 goes straight to our, to our charity partner, Trinity, in Winchester. What a great way to build a community involvement. As it goes forward, we are developing a, a partnership with a company called The Land App, where we know every corner of our estate and what uh, vegetation is growing or, or not on that estate and we will have a plan for our property going forwards. Do we need more orchard? Do we need more wetlands? Do we need more hedgerow? That's the future uh, and it's already, it's already happening. And so, you know, part of my remit very clearly was have a close link with the local community. Be accessible. Yes, be high-end and premium and uh, and of high quality, but also add the warmth and the friendliness and the innovation and the humour that comes with wanting to please guests who have high expectations. So it's sort of an open door policy as opposed to a closed wall castle, <laughs> you know, approach. Yeah, I, I just think those days have gone. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You know, if you want to go to the high end, um, butler on the door, uh, rigid hospitality environment that was five star of the 80s and 90s, that still exists, hmm. but I just think that people are a bit more relaxed than that. Look at look at look at the clothing that people wear to meetings now. You know, we're not all wearing shirts, uh, suits, and ties anymore. It's a much more relaxed uh, hmm. environment, and the same applies when you come to stay at a, at a high end country house property. I would like to think that we're redefining that. You can wear whatever you like. You be yourself, hmm. and you're going to find our team are encouraged to be themselves. You're going to get to know people, and we have guests who come back time and time again because of an individual who they met, or a particular way that they were treated, or a particular room that they stayed in. We have guests who come for Christmas, one particular couple who's been coming for 25 years, same room, 25 years in a row. They like it, it's home away from home, it provides the warmth that we're trying to provide. How do people generally find you, find Langston House to make a booking? Word of there's lots of different ways. I mean, we have a, a very established place in the hotel, the UK, boutique luxury market you know we're privately owned um, there are six hotels 
we've never changed course too much over the car uh, of the, the last few years so we, we, you know, there's an established reputation there so word of mouth is a huge thing corporate and leisure huge we don't use the online travel agents particularly we, we're trying to reduce that so it's so our, our own website is extremely strong all of the stories are on there the director book is straight on there we have a, a range of, uh, of exciting promotions that we do that encourage different markets in. We did a spring into, the, uh, into uh, adventure where we gave guests who booked two or more nights a backpack with some water bottles and you know, get out and explore. In the summer, um, we did a, a, a promotion which included a Polaroid camera so that people, whether they were here for a private function or just a picnic on the lawn, you know, it's a great way to keep the memories, isn't it? Um, but and we have great relationships with with agents and uh, corporate agents who, who come here. I did a show round on Friday for uh, twenty or so meetings and events, booking agents who hadn't seen our revamped kitchen garden, who hadn't seen um, the Wellhouse restaurant yet because they just haven't got here, you know, since since last summer. So it, it's it's relationships. In terms of looking to the future, what what are the uh, sort of key areas you'd like to develop at Langston House over the next few years? Well, high-end and uncompromising experiences, I think, is, is where we are. As I said, I don't, I, I don't think that market uh, is going to... Any of our markets, the, the weddings or the corporates or the high-end leisure, I don't think they're going to return to the just accept whatever comes um, offering you know, that maybe we had in the past. You know, our corporates are very defined. They come to us much more now with an open brief. We have this many people, these are the days we're coming, this is the amount of money I'm allowed to spend, tell us what we should do. So we're becoming almost the architects of people's experiences. And you know, the tree climbing of the 300 year old cedar tree isn't for everybody, but it certainly is for some. The cooking school isn't for everybody, but it is for some. And I think the market will go down more and more and more towards us creating the bespoke experiences that are creating memories rather than giving them more stuff. And I think this is what we're trying to do with Experience Hampshire is, is uh, generate and add on to the wonderful work you're doing and the other hoteliers and accommodation providers in Hampshire um, are doing a great job looking after people um, overnight, feeding and watering them. And I guess what we're trying to do it, uh, to Experience Hampshire is add that extra yeah. little bit of dust as you call it really yeah, and people and are coming easy, to in say in some ways that's easy Roger though isn't it because we're, we're, we're blessed you we're, know we're blessed with options mm -hmm. it's not a hard sell for me at reception to talk to the guests I mean, tell me what you'd like to do away here well I'd love to go and do some shopping right we're going to direct you mm -hmm. in this direction I'd love to go and see some wildlife great Marwell Zoo yeah. you know I want to go and see the seaside fantastic this is where I'm going to take you there is something for everybody and I think what you know what you're doing with that range of experiences you know you keep you're putting you're putting Hampshire in the it's the shop window of what the best of the best isn't it well um, we we hope so that's certainly what we're aiming to do and I think what what we can do is go what we have done is go out and find these little micro businesses that are tucked away and not e not always easy to find on the internet and bring them together in one place yeah so sort of looking at being both a venue a host and a concierge is the sort of combined package that that, yeah, that you're having to offer now i think so i mean my guess if you you know read our reviews 
most of them talk about the quality and the personality of the stuff. You don't remember necessarily the shower or the duvet or the pillow or the, you, you might, but not necessarily, you remember the way people made you feel. And that's what we really focus on, you know, recognizing the guests when they come through the gate. Are they stopping taking pictures clearly on a leisure break? Go out and meet them, say hi, have a chat. You built the relationship before they've even walked through the door. If they're super busy on a bus, corporates moving at speed through the hotel towards their meeting room, leave them alone, say hi later in the bar. That's the skill. And that's where it's going. Well, Steve, it's been it's been fascinating to uh, sit here and discuss with you, where, uh, you know, all the exciting developments here, where you're going, and obviously we've got a, a shared uh, passion in in providing experiences for guests or visitors or residents alike uh, that really reflect all that's uh, best in Hampshire. Uh, any any cl- closing thoughts uh, before we, we we wrap up the session? I would just say thank you for the opportunity. I think what you're doing is great. We're proud to be part of it. We look forward to continuing to be a part of it and offering these new and exciting experiences and really appreciate having the invitation.